Welcome to segment one of Market Overdrive. Thank you so much for making us a part of your Wednesday morning. Today in the studio, I'm so excited because we get to share some love with Miss Nara Extraordinaire. How are you? Am I supposed to introduce her or you're going to introduce her? her. Go Go ahead, Nick. Introduce her. Oh, look who's back. I'm sorry the show fell apart last anybody. week <laughs> because Nick wasn't in the show last week. So needing, I guess we did a horrible job needing, at Market Overdrive. Needing no introduction whatsoever. WGN <laughs> stands for We Got Nick. <laughs> oh my God, I can puke right now. All kidding You're aside. wasting my airtime. Let me move it on to our guest coming in all the way from the northern western suburbs of the Grandio Remax Institution. Um, Friend of Ilone, a friend of ours, uh, you, this is your second time on Market Overdrive, Yvonne Payez. Also, if we're going to get into what WGN stands for today, we got our rep in the building. Yeah, thank There you, you. go. So welcome, I love the intro. Welcome, <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. Good to have you again. How you been? Good. Busy, but very good. Very so blessed. Cool. Happy to be back. I love the new studio. I love the view. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a much better view than what we used to deal with. Yes. Yeah, we've upgraded. I love it. We cashed in our frequent flyer Finally. miles, and now we got to WGN, you know? <laughs> so... You got you know, the group on going. I love it. We got the group on going. So and with that. <laughs> what? I missed that. I was well, too busy fighting upgrade. with this guy. <laughs> oh, we got an upgrade. Hey, Nick, how are we supposed to do a show when uh, your friend over here doesn't have headsets? I can hear uh, you I mean, he, he wants clear. to roll the way he wants to roll. That's the uh, president-elect uh, Graco Funes. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the stage, the president of Honduras. <laughs> the president of Honduras. I, I love it. Introduce How her. do you say that? President of what country? Honduras. 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 Okay, moving on. Moving on. Honduras. Okay, let's take it back to basics because I know we get we have friends in the studio and then we just start acting out and we're not getting to, the, to what really matters as to why you're listening to us today. So we're going to wash it down, dumb it down a little bit if you want to say um, real estate 101, how to buy because I know there's a lot of conflicting ideas. Um, people get overwhelmed and then they want to start Googling and don't you love it, Nick, when our clients call us and they try to tell us what to do because they saw it and read it somewhere online? Yeah, normally we would like to tag it with five steps on how to buy a home or four steps. We're but doing it, it, five it steps. Seems like, it seems like we're going to try and do five steps, but we're going to kind of roll into one step after the other. So it might be four steps. It might be six steps. I think a good combo amongst professionals is what's important. It typically takes me three steps to get things done, but of course I'm sure it'll take you five, but we're going to go with the average. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Just saying, Yvonne. I'm talking about Nick. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, get our guest going and ask her. So Yvonne, what would be the Hi. first step in to you know, starting your road to home ownership. Um, I'm. I, I mean, I can say that I'm an expert in this subject because um, over eighty percent of my business is first time buyers, which I love. I love walking them through the steps of how to buy a home, what it takes to get from point A to Z, um, and it and, and also to be stress free because the, it can be very stressful on all parties buying and selling. So my um, suggestion to whoever is thinking about buying is obviously do your research, look at an area expert where you're thinking of buying someone that knows the schools, the area, um, you know, where you're going to get your money's worth. And, um, you know, online is obviously a good platform to do that. And, you know, of course, you know, ask, you know, your friends, relatives, a lot of times we get a lot of word of mouth referral. And I think that's the best way to go about finding someone that would be able to guide you through that process. But first would be to obviously get someone that's an expert in the area that you're looking to buy. So that sounds like step one. We're going to we're going to soundbite that last part. Find an expert in the area. Right. Now, does that expert have to be a realtor or a loan officer? What expert? There's a lot of experts involved in a transaction. It would be a a realtor. It would be someone that is 
you know, dominant in that area, someone that knows the ins and outs, someone that's going to walk you through a multiple offer situation and, and be successful in it, someone that knows that even if you go over the asking price, um, you're still going to be able to appraise because we don't want just want to throw crazy numbers just to win a bid. But if the if that person knows what they're talking about, then they're going to be able to, hey, we'll go over asking, but we're going to be we're going to be fine. We're going to be able to appraise it. So, you know, reading reviews and um, seeing, you know, what that that person's, I guess, track record is if they have a lot of transactions, then obviously that means that they, they're doing it full time. Someone that, you know, has staff, someone that's going to be able to um, answer. And then, of course, that comes along with taking their expertise on hiring someone or, or, or for them to refer you to a loan officer that would be able to take you, obviously, to, you know, to the mortgage um, through well, the mortgage process. Well, hold on a second. You what? just scared the living crap out of me. Why? You kept talking about finding the best, the powerhouse agent who's like one of the best in that market share. And every time you keep saying the word the well, best, the most knowledgeable. Well, I was just talking about myself. Well, so. just, just hold on. <laughs> hold on. Every time you keep saying, you know, find the best and who's the best and, you know, do research and make sure they got the best team. And, you know, dollar signs keep going in, off in my head. It's like, it's going to be expensive to hire this buyer's agent. It's free. You ah. say it's free. That's another thing. A lot of a lot <laughs> of buyers know. don't know that. They'll ask me, you know, I, I you know, I'm very confident in saying that I am a um, a dominant um, agent in my area, and they'll ask me how much do I owe you. Yeah. And a lot of people don't know that the seller has put out a commission to be split between the seller and the buyer agent. So no, our services are of course free. So, so the key is for us to understand if you're listening and you're looking to buy in 2017 is to understand that the first step to buying in 2017 like a pro is to basically align yourself with an expert that is knowledgeable that's not doing this part-time that's going to be able to walk you from like you said a through z and it's going to have a connection with you and it's going to educate you through the whole process that's pretty much the first one it's aligning yourself with an expert and you did mention something like you know ask someone a relative for a referral of someone that's an expert that um you know always make sure that you understand that this is not a part-time job we talked about this last week when we're yeah. hiring a realtor for selling a property same thing for when you're buying something you, you can't definitely cannot hire someone that's doing real estate part-time there's just not enough you know time in there for you and even for us too I mean you sell actively um, every day it's very hard to deal with someone that does this part-time we can never get them over you know on the phone we can never actually um, execute a contract because we're waiting for you know days you know a couple days we've lost already because we cannot get them on the phone we cannot reach them through email or text so it's good to work with someone that does this every day that are going to engage and and be 100% committed to you. And you hit it on the head, you know, and if you really want to find an expert, the easiest way to obviously do it is log on to marketoverdrive.com. We have a plethora of experts all over the greater Chicagoland area, and I'm sure we can also pin you with one across the country. You go to our website. You can find information on all of us there. You can go, obviously, to WGN Plus Radio and or podcast nowadays and subscribe to us live there. And all of this, this whatever you're seeing today live, will be on YouTube as a video for you to refresh your mind with. Now, the beauty of today's show is that you actually do focus on a northwest suburb platform for the most part. And right. Carla over here focuses in the city of Chicago. I mean, I know you guys can obviously sell homes in each other's territories, well, we'll call them territories, but mm -hmm. um, concentration areas, if you will. 
Um, But at the end of the day, like you said, it is free to find the best possible person. Sometimes the referral is a disaster. Mm -hmm. So you should, with with online access nowadays, you should probably go and do some of your own personal research, see who you like. I think you mentioned reviews online and stuff like that. If that's what makes you feel better about picking the person, great. Most of the times, this is a free process to pick a buyer's agent. There is some buyers, though buyer's agents that do charge a fee just so you're aware because i don't want people to leave here or leave watching the show thinking that it's always free right some agents do charge a buyers when uh, i've I, I know of a few okay how um, they charge a fee regardless if you buy it once they start the process you well, don't have to use that agent but they just do okay so i have a problem with that because <clears throat> you are it's like a transaction agent right a marketing fee is set up when you're listing a property and that marketing fee is to pay you um, as a realtor for bringing in a buyer so if you're getting charged by a realtor um, to help you find a property find out why and question that because the only times that a realtor is going to extend that fee to you is if it goes if you're buying it for sale by owner and that and that seller is actually dumping a commission on top of the sales price and increasing your gross or your net sales uh, purchase price what are you doing and also um, there is a transaction fee if you're buying a uh, REO property if you're in one of these websites like Hubzoo um, and they're, they're ex- Hubzoo actually makes you the buyer pay for that fee so you always have to know this upfront if anyone is charging you specifically if you're a buyer so Auction. I will com. question that Mr. Mamadi hey I'm not telling you how to run your business. I'm just telling the consumer that there are some agents that do charge it. Majority of them do not charge a buyer's fee. I'd say you're probably in the 90 percentile that does not charge a buyer fee. So odds are you're going to run into an agent that will help you buy a home, get you at least started, point you in the right directions, and it's completely free. There is a small portion. I know in New and York. And that's why we have hey, for our New Overdrive York, because we want to elevate your real estate IQ and let you know what you can and cannot do and make sure you watch out for these things. I know in New York and those that are listening out there, it is norm. Right. Buyer's fees are normal. Okay, so, so I'm not aware of that. We are talking about anyone listening. Most right. of the time, it's free. So. Well, just to end up the segment, though, the, uh, the first step to buying real estate in 2017 like a pro is basically to align yourself with an expert. I think that kind of wraps it up, and you did a great job at indicating what are the other things that are needed. And I think the next step would be um, you know, getting qualified and getting financial. So that leads we're, into our next segment. We're not going to even get into that until we come back from this little break. You're listening to Market Overdrive. We are here today with our guest, Yvonne Payas of Remax, and, of course, <laughs> the ever-so-well-spoken, loudly-spoken, and, you know, hogging up the mic is Grocco Funes from Ilo. You You'll hear talking. from me when and then, I come back. And then <laughs> we will hear from Grocco. It'll be your chance to shine when we come back. And Carla, Mina, and myself, follow us on YouTube. Download it um, on YouTube. Uh, it'll probably be available next week. And of course, this show is always available on podcast. Subscribe to WGN or just look up Market Overdrive on podcast. We'll be back in a couple minutes. Thanks. Welcome back to segment number two of Market Overdrive. Thank you so much for aligning yourself with us. Who are the experts? We're here with Ivan Payas, who is bringing us the one-on-one on how to buy like a pro in 2017. We've moved on into, uh, to the next um, step. What would you say is the next step again? Well, Def- go ahead, Ivan. I'm just going to pretend me. you're not here today. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I think I think she was talking to me, Nick. Sorry. That's cool. I'm- Take it over, baby girl. <laughs> uh, definitely, um, my suggestion would be I, I get a lot of um, people that are already anxious to start buying, and they ask me what would be the best, what, what do you suggest I do? And I always tell them, 
um, please get pre-qualified. Get you know, get your financials straightened out. Know what you're gonna go into. Um, I've, I've had people that you know have had bankruptcies in the past, have had properties that have been in foreclosure that are looking into buying, and then they cannot because those those things are not cleared out. Um, you know, credit scores dropped or you know anything like that. We don't want any surprises when we're looking into putting in an offer. We want to be confident that we're gonna get you close in 30 days. So my suggestion, highly, would be to get you know align with a with a loan expert that would you know get us to meet your closing date because yeah, everyone has very plans, important you now to you know to be at a home by a certain time for sure especially so. in this market right when there's right. not a lot of inventory you're going to be dealing with the, a lot of competition you want to be ready you want to be and it's i feel like we've saying the same things over and over from last year because it seems we're in spring market now right right so you're seeing the same trends happening where you need to be ready with the pre-approval letter not pre-approval right yeah so the pre-approval so the next step into buying like a pro in 2017 we would have to say is align yourself with a lender expert that's going to be able to walk you through your financials and let you know not just how much you can afford big numbers right 400 500,000 but your carrying costs your monthly carrying costs like what is your monthly budget and and for most of us, if you're working in the in the realm of first-time buyers, you're comparing that number to rentals, right? Right. How does it compare uh, from rent versus buying? What are you seeing there? What are what are what's keeping people from the sidelines? Um, people um, off the sidelines. Let me let me let me just go here. Let's this. just rewind a Hold little on. bit. Well, I want to know I what what is the, to well, well, a lot of people have a lot of questions as to why they don't get pre-approved because they're still concerned right. about getting approved. Right. We're gonna back it up though. Let's get to an actual loan officer about what goes through. All right, loan officer. I mean. How about we give the guy that actually does mortgages, and I'm not even talking about myself. I'm talking about you the loan mortgages. officer in the building. It was very clearly stated what step one was. Find the right agent, someone you feel comfortable with. Let's get to step two. Usually so step a good two. agent has a team member that's a loan officer. It's, I have them right here. Sometimes step one and step two, just so you know, do get flipped around. Some people yeah. like right. to start with the lender, and that lender might have a great agent that they recommend. So there's no, there's no wrong way of doing that, preferably. A good agent usually has a good team around them. But um, step two, Grok. Grokko, so, what do you deal with? What happens next after Yvonne has sent me to you to uh, at least get screened? What goes on? Yeah, step two is really important because at this point, we have to make sure that the pre-approval is strong. And I try to convey to clients and borrowers at times where your offer is coming across the table to the seller side. If you're not a reputable Lender, if you're not a reputable institution, a reputable uh, realtor, more than likely your offer is not going to get accepted. So it's very important that a you contact a professional or you contact myself, uh, so that we run this full pre-approval. It's almost a preliminary pre-underwrite of the file, uh, similar to that. It's not almost; it is. Yeah, it is because mm-hmm. we want to make sure we catch everything. Ivani touched on something earlier. Some people forgot they did a bankruptcy x amount of years ago. Some people forgot that they were on a title to a property that foreclosed. And if that's the case, we want to catch that ahead of time so that we don't run into any snags when we do go to the underwriting process. And, you know, back it up a little bit because you said something about getting a formal pre-approval. Now, in the old days, and if, if you did buy a house, the last time you bought a house was 10 years ago, you might have heard the term pre-qual or pre-qualification. Today, uh, that standard, Yvonne, I'm assuming has changed substantially. A pre-qualification is no longer really much of a tool for agents to walk around with. It's not really a commitment from the buyer. That means that they could be shopping around. A pre-approval is 
old documents have been presented to the, the lender and they are ready to go. So when I present an offer with a pre-approval, such as um, any client that I have with iLoan, um, I am very confident that the closing date will be met. And uh, we've had a couple of clients that they must close within 30 days and we've been able to meet that because we wa when we walked in, you know, through the door and put that offer in, we were with pre we were already pre-approved, only pending, you know, title and anything else. So, Graco, correct me if I'm wrong, that essentially it sounds like the, the client has started the process of financing. Yeah. Because you're already sending, if I'm sending you, I'm assuming you want my check stubs. I want everything from A to my Z. My dental records. The only thing, and I kind of pat myself on the back sometimes, <laughs> the only thing we need is a contract and a title and an appraisal to close on that file. So I want everything yep. in that file from the start that I do that pre-approval so that we don't have any delays. Because you know delays what, will happen. You know what the income is officially. There's right. no surprises there. You know what the, uh, the assets, the down payment, or the, wherever the down payment might be coming from. Right. Um, and we'll get into something that I know Carla was itching to talk about. In some cases, during this time with the loan officer, we discover that maybe we're going to use other programs as well. Is that correct? Right. Yeah, we can touch on... Or we can decipher what programs a borrower would be able to qualify for, if any special grants programs are available, um, if they qualify for minimum down payments. Um, so that's why it's crucial for that potential buyer to get pre-approved immediately and know all their options from the start. Because once I run that pre-approval, I know every possible loan program that would be accessible to that individual, any grant programs as well. So. Right. We're halfway home. Yeah. Now we just got to get to you know step three, which is eventually something we're going to talk about when we come back. I don't know if we're at break yet or close to break, but I think that um, Carla, unless you have something to add on the process of pre-approvals, no, mean, I just have think you ever walked out without a real pre-approval? I mean, you're an agent, You've been doing this for a long time. No, and it's I know that earlier when we first started, you mentioned that you know some people go out and start the process of shopping for a property by looking at properties right away. I think that's you know doing yourself a disservice and wasting time um, and not being a true key player. If you're looking to buy and are serious about buying real estate and becoming a homeowner in 2017, you have to do it the right way. You can't skip a right. step because you're just wasting time. And truly, you're wasting everybody's time, not just yours, um, because someone's showing you that property, and then if you submit an offer and you're not ready with the pre-approval, then the other person that really wants the property and is ready is going to have to deal with you and compete with you and your offer, offer is not even valid. And then now you've already escalated the price because the seller has an, a fake idea of you know demand that doesn't even exist. So yeah. there's a lot of things and keys that um, in this market that you should be very cognizant about and also just you know be professional but about I the process. Also, I I 100% agree with you and it also reflects back on the agent. Like we're not doing our, our homework work. Um, it just happens to me in one of my listings right now that the the buyer had co-signed for a loan because she had been pre-approved you know, 90 days ago. And when I called the loan officer, they guaranteed me that everything was okay. When it turns out they were not pre-approved and now they don't qualify for the house. Now we're, right. we're, you know, we're already 10 days into the contract. Now we have to put it back on the market. It's just, uh, you know, it's a waste of time for everyone. So and to I, save yourself the headache and also yeah. the, um, the I, I get a lot of that remorse and I, I get that guilty feeling of, oh, you know, maybe it's just not my time to buy that that 
anxiety that a buyer should not have will be, you know, will be out of the question when you already exactly. you do your proper steps to get to, you know, purchasing your home. It's a lack of education, a lack of guidance when you have the anxiety it comes from that. Seriously, right. because if you stop, if you start with aligning yourself with an expert realtor that's going to walk you through the process. And then, of course, I want to say that uh, as much as I give you guys crap, um, you know, a lender or getting pre-qualification is the utmost important step in buying a property because they're going to tell you what your budget is. They're going to tell you what you qualify for. And then once you're under contract, there's not going to be any, you know, like concerns that you're going to write. Your your approvals are almost guaranteed, correct? I believe. They're pretty much. Unless something comes up. You're fully underwritten at this point. And all, like you said, all you need is an appraisal and a contract to get it done. So you don't want to miss a step because obviously once you know what you can afford on a monthly basis and you're in that in that price and point, it, it should be yeah. happy that you're buying something because now you're going to have a place to celebrate holidays within your own budget. Right. And I get that sometimes, too. Like, I'll send him, you know, um, clients that are, like, anxious to buy, and I tell him, where's my pre-approval? Are we ready? Are we ready? And he's like, I haven't gotten this. I haven't gotten that. I don't know if they really you have know? a job yet. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and sometimes I'm like, send me an update. What, what's going on? And he's like, they're just not responding to me. They're not. And I know that he's not going to put his name on a document that he no. knows that it's not going to close. No. Right. And I actually can respect that because that way I know how committed the client is you to have a purchasing real deal the on home. Your hand. Right. 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 Well, so quick to recap before we go on break here again. We have step one, find the right agent, someone you're comfortable with. It's typically, right. most of the time, it's absolutely free to hire a buyer's agent that can help you with this process. It should always be free. Step two, it should. <laughs> I agree with you. I, I, believe it or not, I agree with you. It should be, but it's wow. not Wow, is that... Not every this state, is it is free. With me on not every state, it okay. is free. The norm is different I'll in some let areas. You do you. Um, and step two, obviously, get your financing lined up, get pre-approved, find the correct lender, or find a lender if your agent can't refer you one or doesn't have one then obviously you should do your due diligence there just like you did for step one. Right. Unless, and of obviously course, a lender that's always readily available for you because I hate lenders who are like, I don't work on weekends, but we're yeah. working on the weekends. Yeah. And sometimes we just have this concern because the buyer... They want to know what their payment's going to be. Or they're going to stretch their budget a little bit. this segment up. Yeah. Well, wait, can I just <laughs> say, sometimes you want to you want to stretch your budget a little bit and you want to call that lender. And Grocco, you're always yeah, available. You and I know I call yeah. you sometimes it's 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, but this is the times that people are like, oh, can I really afford this house? So you yeah. want to have a lender that's readily available for you. All right, let's Go try ahead. and wrap this up one last time. <laughs> um, no interruption. No, we got step one and step two, and the only time you could actually throw away step two is if, of course, you hit the lottery and you don't need a lender <laughs> and you know that you can absolutely close because you're going to pay in cash. God bless you. And I'm very envious of you because I would need to take out a mortgage myself nowadays. But coming back, we are going to get to step three out of the five steps, or we'll be doing four steps. I don't know, multiple steps on how to buy a house. Um, You listen to Market Overdrive. We'll be back in a few minutes. Of course, you can follow us on Facebook Live today or go to our website and you can see all of our past shows. Subscribe to us on YouTube and, of course, subscribe to us with the WGN family going to iTunes. We'll see you in a couple minutes. It's segment three of Market Overdrive. We are here every Wednesday at 10 a.m. And we sequester the top agents in the city as well as loan officers, just industry professionals that are going to elevate your real estate IQ. This morning, we are wrapping up with five steps to shopping in 2017 like a pro. And our next step is... 
Shopping, my favorite. Yay! <laughs> Every girl's favorite. The actual shopping. part of shopping. It's the actual. It's the actual I love what part. I do because I'm so nosy. I want to know how you live. I want to know how this house looks. <laughs> how <laughs> how do I copy this bathroom and make it in my bathroom in my own home? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I want to. What so do cute. you have? You like going. You like going through people's stuff. I don't go through people's stuff. I like their ideas. Their houses. I'm sorry. I love. Houses. I love. I love seeing. And you can tell, houses. like, a, and it's funny because there's the, there's a dynamic there in like personalities right you are right. just more like I'm your friend we're gonna go shopping we're gonna do this oh yeah that's and it, totally me. it's completely different <laughs> I think like you know uh, me I'm more of like a mommy so I'm going to like you know just hover through the whole process and be like no we're not gonna buy this look at that stain um, look at that size of this room for resale doesn't make sense so I I'm tell looking them at, too you know more like an investment like get to the point but I love right. the fact that you're like I want to see how pretty it is and how great <laughs> so let's just recap it real quick so we can make sure we're all on the same page for those that are tuning in now I know we had some issues with our connection here on Facebook Live. Step one was covered. Obviously, find the right agent. Step two, figure out if you're actually pre-approved before you go shopping. Uh, and we are currently at step three. It's time to actually have the fun part, or some people might consider the miserable part, depending on what's available part. and what's not available. And it's actually doing the shopping, picking a home out. Yes. I'm going to ask a question like somebody that probably, and that's a first-time home buyer. Um, we're... I want to live in a certain city for whatever reason, school district. I mean, where do I even start? I know I'm qualified up to, let's say, $250,000. How do you start to decide or I can't possibly give you every house in Lake in the Hills. Let's say there's 100 for sale to go see. It's just not going to happen. How do you help somebody funnel it down to three or four or whatever the case is? Um, I usually like to, um, it's great when you go out and, and you just look at one or two. Um, I've had clients that I look at 78. <laughs> John, 78 houses? I, John, <laughs> yes. He looked at 78 houses? Yes. I would have fired myself as a client. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. I it, love her, though. <laughs> there is no way you're going to look at 78 houses. I love shopping. Oh, I love God shopping. Lord. I love her. I don't her. <laughs> I haven't seen 78 wow. houses in 22 years of being in the real estate industry. <laughs> Holy well, cow. I Who have had, um, I've had people that I, you know, weekends, just back to back, 40, 50, we've seen. Um, but that's someone that's in a time crunch, someone that just yeah. wants to see, they don't really know the area. If you know what you want, I will, you know, start by asking because if we have 100, we need to narrow it down. What does that mean, if I know what I want? I want to live I in a certain city, you, that's all I know. Well, you know what kind of house do you want? Do you want an open layout? How many bedrooms do you want? Do you want a basement? Do you want? Do you you must need or have two bathrooms? Do you have to have a two car garage? Do you want a detached garage? I need to have a basement. I like to do my things in the basement. Okay. Okay. So make sure that's and it has to be there. finished, right? And do you no, want a walkout basement? Do, do you it. want an English basement? What kind of basement do okay, you want? Okay, okay. So I got you. You scared me. I know. <laughs> now I know what I want. I so that's how you I, follow I, it down. I want to know to detail what you want so that I can f- go out and find it for you. A lot of people are just browsing and they'll send me, oh, look at this property that I found. And then I'll go back and tell them, but that's not what you originally had told me that you wanted. Doesn't oh, have a basement. Now, okay. Now I'm looking into maybe, a, you know, uh, a, a two-story home versus a ranch, you right. know. So, it, you know, I need to know exactly what it is that the client wants and it's going to meet their needs because let's think really realistically you're going to live how many years in a house you know if you're a first time buyer most likely you're probably going to be there five years or so until you're ready to upgrade and you know um, you know to the next step so I prefer to always even if it's a first time buyer to always 
try to take them to a three bedroom versus a two bedroom because I always um, come across people that are there for two years and now they're just cramped up with stuff. They have no basement, no storage, and now we have to move, we have to go. Right. And, um, you know, also ultimately, how long do you want to be in a property? What's like the goal? for you and your family. Right. And that's a strategy um, with buying, right? You want to make sure that you have a conversation with your realtor and you let them know exactly what you want. Recently had a client who was looking for a single family in the city and they were buying um, a home and they had two kids, combined households. They just got married and they each had a child. Um, And so they were looking at properties and they were looking at like all these properties. And I said, why are you wasting your time looking at properties? You're a parent. You're going to want to have all the bedrooms on one level because what parent's going to want to have have their child on the second floor, right? right? So these are things that you have to remember um, when you're shopping because it could get overwhelming. And after we saw the ones that she had picked, I said, okay, based on what you've seen and what I've noticed that you gravitated to, we're going to go see two more that weren't in your schedule. And out of the two, they bought one because mm-hmm. once you get a sense of what they want, you're then wasting you a time. You're either browsing or you're shopping, right? There's not that many different floor plans and layouts it, once you're starting to shop. Once you understand the style of home that you gravitate to, that's the one that you want. And then at that point, it's moving to the next step, which is pricing and negotiations, right? Right. Going back and touching um, base with your lender to make sure that they do qualify for that specific property because it, dif- it there's differences between budgets when it comes to um, taxes, right? Right. One home may be bigger and it'd be a bigger price, but the taxes are lower. Well, so While we're on step three still, let, yeah. let me ask you a question. <laughs> what are you talking about? That is part of step three. I know. Okay. You, started negotiate, talking about, yeah. you started talking about going to the next step, which is probably four, but um, anyways... What happens if I can't find the house? I mean, how long? What am I expecting here? Am I in for like a long haul? You know, what's the norm? I, um, I normally ask um, ask you as my client now that we are actively looking. What ultimately is your goal? Where do you need to be? When do you need to be by a home? Like w- time frame wise, because a lot of times people are looking now that they have um, a lease until the end of June or something like that, or school districts or, to worry about, right? In the school, so then okay, we're okay. It's February, so anything that goes under contract now may be closing mid end of March next month so um, you know maybe we we do have some time you know some wiggle room to look a little bit more but if we're in a time crunch then yeah that's when we really have to hit the road running and just you know see whatever's available but um, you know again it it all depends on you and what you want to do when do you want to be by this property Um, and I know it's unfair to ask your question without having statistics in front of you but off the top of your head what do you think seems to be the normal first time home buyer timeline before they truly find the house just as a smell test what does it feel like three months two months six months Two Seven weeks. months. Oh, Lord. Okay. Well, with two weeks, call Yvonne. You'll be in a house in two weeks. She's good. Yeah. Right, I don't well. think I, there's nothing to do with how long it's going to take you, right? You have to get a pulse on the client. Yeah. And if the client has a lease that expires in two months, then you know you have to be more actively I, searching. I've had, I've had clients with him that they, they tell me, okay, we're ready. We start shopping. We look. And they already have an idea of what they want. They, they're yeah. very assertive of what they need. And I'll, you know, maybe if I'll get it on a Wednesday by the weekend, I have them under contract. Right. And one of the key things they you said, Yvonne, and this is the reason why I keep saying don't work with a part-time agent. And I'm not trying to bash anyone. I mean, no, kudos to you not. if you're able to work overtime. But people are shopping from, what, after they their jobs, right? So after nine, after 5 o'clock to whenever, that's when they're shopping. Right. So if someone has a full-time job, they're not going to be able to facilitate all the research that's involved. Just because we show up to show you a property doesn't mean that there hasn't been any research that, that's been done on that property right. prior to. But one of the things that you said is that you actually 
stayed with that client and worked with them and showed them like 75, 48 to 75 properties, that means that you're committed to what you're doing. I'm committed And to you're them, not yes. there to, the, uh, to move on to the next client. You want to make yeah. sure that each client gets the best customer service available right. so that they can return as a client in the future. And that's why you're so successful. So kudos to you. And that's kind of the real estate that we, you know, we promote here. We want to elevate that bar to make sure that when you are shopping and hiring a realtor, you look for these, re- you have these requirements in mind. It's not too much to ask for someone to have patience. All that I ask um, out of someone is for them to be serious. And obviously, if they're going to be, I'm, I'm going to commit to you 100%. I want you to be committed to me as well. Um, I've been very lucky and very blessed. Um, I always pray to God that all the clients that I that I do come across are good and they're going to be, um, you know, a continuing uh, friendship built or a continuing client you know, for years to come. But everyone that I have worked with, I, I really like the fact that we built a relationship and I know that they can count on me for even after they close. And right. that's what we want. We want to build those relationships. And again, I I, I, I dislike a lot of um, of agents that I do come across and they they treat the, you know, a buyer as just another number. A transaction, And it's correct. not. And it's not. We are here to build relationships. We're here to put families in homes. And when you love what you do, it just, you know, it, it just shows. Again, yeah, the timeline is more about, you know, staying um, staying in touch with that budget, understanding what your right. wants are. If you're shopping with for family, then boundaries do matter. And align yourself with an expert that understands the school boundaries so they can get you the best deal out there. And more importantly, you know, give your clients the customer service that you expect for yourself. I think that's what Absolutely. creates um, long-term business. I'm going to wrap this bad boy up so we can get to our next segment. And I know I have to take a break for a second. So TMI. TMI, right. <laughs> I mean, this is not um, the... Uh, let's just recap it real quick. Number, today, number one, find the right agent. Number two, get pre-approved. Number three, start the shopping process. Yes. It could be easy, could be difficult, depending on what inventory is available, it sounds like. Right. Um, or if we're getting out bid left and right. right you know, it may bid. take longer than... It might take... Oh, there you go. Yeah. And we will get back in a minute to number four in the home buying process, the things you should... The five things you should look out for and how to get started as a newbie in home ownership. You're listening to Market Overdrive. We'll be back in a couple minutes. You can, of course, download this or watch this on our YouTube channel at Market Overdrive or Facebook Live forward slash Market Overdrive. And last but not least, this is now a podcast with WGN, which we all know stands for We Good Now or World Greatest News. And we got Nick. And we got Nick. We'll be back in a few minutes. <laughs> Thanks. Welcome back. Yes. Welcome back to another segment. Our last segment of Market Overdrive. This is, uh, what is it, cloudy, rainy? Is it raining outside? Oh, it's wet. It's supposed to. It's cloudy. <laughs> it's supposed to. <laughs> it's a cloudy um, Wednesday morning. I lost it. I can't believe we started And that. step right, we'll four, start. right? Step four. Okay. We went through step one, two, three, and here we are. We're going to do four and five in one segment because we're wrapping up 50 minutes here. That's how we roll. So, so step four. Step one was... Finding, finding the right a agent, finding a pro that help you out, at least get started. Right. It kind of call st- Carla or Ivani. Step two, call Carla. Ivani or Ivan? Ivani. I like how Ivani. you change everybody's names. Step two, Ivani. Ivani. Step two, getting pre-approved. Step three, calling Graco. <laughs> calling yes. Graco, sure. So <laughs> step three is finding um, or going home shopping, actually yeah. doing the shopping. What's supposed to be the strategic fun strategic shopping, the exciting part, and now we move on to step four. Writing and the contract. Who wants to do that? 
All right, you can. Well, there it goes. Step four is out there. <laughs> writing the contract up. It's, the contract. I think it's a little bit more in depth. It's than not that. than just writing a contract. Right, it's negotiating the terms that best benefit your budget. At the end of the day, it's about how much is it going to cost me to carry this property. I want to be a homeowner. I want to celebrate the holidays in this home, and I want it now. And if it's a two flat, then you know how the dynamics are different. But more importantly, how does it fit my budget? And if so, you have to hire somebody that knows how to negotiate on your behalf. That's not going to give it all away just because they want to get a transaction. And this. This goes back to the you know hiring a part-time realtor versus someone who you know wants the best it has the best interest of the client right. in mind right don't you agree I mean when you're negotiating are you just gonna say let's outbid everybody by paying more no so if you're if you're no. if your realtor actually has a side gig delivering at Domino's you should probably reconsider <laughs> is what is that what you're telling me because I've seen it hey. I've seen it that's so if mean. or if Uber right if your realtor They're pulls working. up with an Uber sticker on their car you <laughs> oh, might be concerned gosh. about their skills in negotiating the I'm thing. just hey but this is what it's you're saying happened. somebody full time I don't want to be mean here it's not but that it's this not is that your life your money on the line it's a right. big asset that's what I'm saying and you know what at the end of the day when we're doing this full time we have more on the line right we have to keep the doors open we have to keep the lights on so we have a vested interest in making sure that right. you're successful because at the end of the day and we have staff you know to pay and well you know, not even yeah. about the bottom line right because we're all right. business owners we're all entrepreneurs right. but at the end of the day it's like we want to make sure that you return we want to have a life like i said before right give the clients the customer service that you expect for yourself that means that you have to make sure that when they resell this product, that they're calling you. If they're right. going to rehab something, that they're calling you to check in. They're right. going to say, hey, Carla, should I do this type? Should I reduce this bedroom and turning it, turn it into a closet? And then, of course, I'm going to say, no, you know, you're going to reduce value in it. So you want to create a long-term relationship. So when you're negotiating, this is when you know if your, cl- your realtor has your best interest in mind or theirs. And they're prepared to actually handle the situation. And look, I'm not here to stomp and belittle and be rough on the rookies. Really? We were all rookies at one point, right? Right. And some of them do have to have a separate job to handle I'm not uh, saying learning. rookies. I'm just saying people or who don't do people. it part-time. Or, well, I love rookies. Usually those are rookies, but okay, part-timers, whatever you want to call them. But at the end of the day, we all worked our way up the, the food chain to become full-time at some point in our careers. And um, I think that as you as a homeowner, if you're looking to make a decision on who's going to do this for you, you might just want to be aware of their level of skill. Because right. The more skilled the agent is in negotiating on your behalf, or let's say there's not a whole lot of room for negotiation because it's that one property in that one area and it's going to sell at full price, the skill sometimes will actually make you the winning bidder. You're even gonna, though, you, even though everybody offered, pulse. even though everybody offered the same exact dollar amount, so skill is very important. And, um, and having tactics and having things that you know will work. Secrets right? of the trade. Secrets. Yeah. Don't give it all away. But that's all part of. I was why going you to. Pick I was going to give it for do you. It. Don't do it. That's another show, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you can't give away all our shows in one show because then we won't have a show. No, but it's later. true. You want to make sure to. that you have secrets because that's what makes you an expert negotiator. Right. I mean, give me one. What would that be? Don't give her one. Okay, fine. I'm not going to give She's just one. trying to learn something. So from me. if you're in a multiple <laughs> offer situation, then just call me. Then I will make sure that you get that property. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So It just happened over the weekend, you know, a really hot property. Um, and my client actually lives across the street. Mom and dad live across the street. Boyfriend, girlfriend are, wanted to buy the house across the street. And, I mean, there was 10, 10 cards when we went to um, see the property at 8 o'clock Isn't on Saturday insane? night. Yeah, 8 o'clock at night. I was there on Saturday. We went back Sunday for a second show showing and we went under contract yesterday so you know um, you have to know how to negotiate or how to dominate when there are multiple offers and also that will come with expertise and um, and then also knowing the area and what you can you know do for your client as well
And there we have it. We got one done. You picked the right expert. We got two done. You got pre-approved. Three, you went shopping. Four, we won. you're in that negotiation process, and you hopefully won. That's yes. the fourth hardest. I would say probably the most nerve-wracking part is knowing you're going to get the deal at the price you wanted. Right. Um, and last but not least, we got to go to number five. I'm kind of curious myself at what everyone thinks about number five. I have my opinion. I'm going to take, obviously, our guest's opinion and listen to Carla's opinion. And quite frankly, Grocco, it doesn't matter what your opinion is. <laughs> because your opinion is glued to my opinion, and we're both right no matter what's right. Yes. All right, cool. All right. So, we have the same number five, what is the wrap-up? What is, you know, you, you, you won the bid. Everyone's happy. What happens next? Being hands-on throughout the transaction. That's number five as an agent. Our work, it's not done once we are under contract. Now we are going to hand it off to someone. No. I like, I'm nosy. I want to know everything. I'm, I, I'm very controlled when it comes to my clients. So I want to know exactly how the home is. I'm, I'm always there for my home inspections. I want to know how we negotiated any type of repair or any credits. I want to make sure that I am involved in that because a lot of times the attorneys, everything gets lost in translation and a lot of people are, they get offensive. Oh, you know, oh, you're nitpicking at my home and that's not the case. So this is why the agents also have to work together to keep the transaction going forward. Um, I want to know when the appraisal was there. I want to know how it came in. I want to know if I can help with anything. And um, t when title was served, you know, to my lender. So being hands-on and making sure that that property is going to close. Why are you laughing at me? Because 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 you, you, you all of a sudden you hit overdrive and look at it, it's called market overdrive. You mm -hmm. hit overdrive when we got to number five. Because like, I, it's I everything go. everything you have to do. I and I want to know. And it, it, a lot which of is, things are awesome. that there's other people involved. There's attorneys involved. There's the lenders involved. But you control but the transaction. I yeah. make sure that it gets done because if not, then unfortunately, a lot of people just slack. Not my team. You know, I'm very glad that I have a great set of of people that if I recommend to you, I make sure that everyone's going to do their part. There's a lot of attorneys that you're following up. Did you send a uh, mortgage contingency? Like, no one has time for that. I don't have time to, that, you know, to do that. She went from pleasant. Yeah. Yeah. Let me just say what I'm going to say. She went from pleasant <laughs> and, and working with you to becoming a pit bull. <laughs> On you segment number five. So we have just so, slogan pay yeah. as the pit bull. Wait, yeah, she it's went from five, five to hundred more. Shark. I wow. love it. Wow. But you know in what? We have to ask this, closing, in closing. This is the important in closing, here. Go Hold ahead. on, guys, because this is the important part. <laughs> Us as the lender, we keep you guys, the agents, in the loop with I, every right. step. Right. I think we. I think so, Yvonne gave us what she's doing in, in the step five process. I think I wanted. I was trying to really get to more like what does a client need to do? During the step by uh, process, but we got that you. You're, take, you're taking care them. of everything from I, there on. I, we, we, I hold, we got that. I hold their hand right. the through process. all of that. So what, because if I'm the client, though, what do I got to do other than knowing that Yvonne is probably annihilating everyone in the industry <laughs> to get my property done? Um, well, just not trust the fact that I have your best interest in at hand. I, I that's my priority is for you for you to have the best when you're buying this home and obviously for your best interest to be always met and if that quality of service is not there I have no problem moving on to the next person regardless of who it is so um, because that's just who I am and that's the kind of caliber of service that I want to provide to my client um, my suggestion would be as far as like what would be as a buyer for you be very hands-on you know when the home inspection comes through know exactly you know as a first-time buyer a lot of people are scared you know of oh 
oh, we found mold in the attic or, you know, there's a crack in the foundation. What can I do? Window leaks, blah, blah, blah. Right, exactly. You know, if you're buying a property as is, then you have to understand that your agent has to tell you, okay, this is what you're walking into. Understand that, you know, it's going to take money out of your pocket for you to put this home up to a living standard and right. for it to be good. So, I mean, be very hands-on. And I, I, I mean, I'm taxing with my clients that are under contract, like, almost every day. Right, you have and, to. Yeah, and keeping them engaged of if, you know, and obviously working with the lender, providing their paperwork on time and, you know, just kind of staying, um, you know, um, hands-on throughout the process. Cool. Right. Well, let me give you 30 seconds to give me that, your <clears throat> version of it as well. Because you're well, the like other, said, what would you say a client should be doing in step five? Did um, I turn into the hook? <laughs> <laughs> you should be facilitating Love documents. Love pay, as, pay as the pit bull. I got a new name for you. You should be facilitating documents for your lender to make sure that the pri- the file is is moving forward, right? Because we hate that you know the the lender's asking you for updated documents or more documents that you're not you're sitting on the sidelines and you're not submitting those documents. I want to say that again. Number one is aligning yourself with an expert. Number two is working with a lender that's going to make sure that you do qualify for the property. And then number three, make sure that you're there for that inspection, right? Right. Number three is very important because then if something is wrong and there's leaking in that basement, you're going to call me and say, Carla, you sold me the worst property because it's yeah. such a nightmare. So make sure that the inspection is done correctly. Be uh, Make yourself available, but just be flexible. Enjoy the process and right. just align yourself with an expert so it doesn't feel like it's overwhelming. So it should be stress-free. Correct. Stress-free. So for me, that's number three is, again, facilitate documents to your lender. And five, make sure that you you understand what number five is? No, 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 no. She just rewrote it. She just rewrote the show. No, I didn't. Number <laughs> one, she's going from one. Ex- she's going from three. Can you five. recap number? Can you I'm, recap I'm, I'm number just, five? Is recap. submit documents to your lender. Wow. What is wrong no. with that? Number three. That was number three. That was uh, number five. Uh, one thing I am going to touch on: do not open new credit while you're oh, in yeah. this phase. Buyers, no. do not go out, start shopping for furniture. Yeah, this time no it's car loans. the end of this started to turn a little bit yeah. of a salad. Let's just recap It's just it. so much and, information and to wrap up in one segment, right? Yeah. Because yeah. at the end of the day, we do so much, and that just shows you that if you're, you have prepared. to work your, with professionals and know what they're doing. Be prepared that step five is going to be a whole lot of movement from a whole lot of people. The team that the realtor that you s- signed up with in step one you're going to start to really meet, like like she said earlier, Yvonne, related to home inspectors, part of her team, a lender's part of her team, an attorney that she probably works with that is very good as part of her team. So now all these people start to come into step five, believe it or not, because up until then it was really the agent, the loan officer, and shopping, which was obviously step one, step two, and three, and four, as we said uh, earlier, was all the, little the, steps was the negotiation place, process, yeah. which is back to the agent as well. Step five encumbers an insurance agent, uh, your attorney, attorney review, uh, the process of working through the loan. It's a, it's a whole bunch of things. But I think if I can personally stamp number five is be ready to deliver information and read information. This is where it's going to accelerate. And this is where everything escalates. Step five is kind of the home run. It's, it's the bow on top of the whole process. Um, and you're going to be moving uh, from your agent, conversations with your agent, to your loan officer, to your attorney to the inspector, questions you have on the inspection report, the whole nine yards. So step five is kind of the wrap-up. So five um, is like 100. They all overlap. Let's face <laughs> right. it. The truth is they all do overlap. And in Carla's defense, when she was kind of overlapping, it, the, the process overlaps. It does. It does. Yeah. It's really hard to say it's one, it's two, it's three, it's four. We Don't make back. fun of me and then you know, defend me. Well, <laughs> I can do that myself. We went from a three and five, according to you. I so, went from a summary. Know, 
You right. know what? It's always going to be your idea. You're always like the I'm one gonna, has You want to wrap this one up? <laughs> no. You can wrap this one up. I quit. <laughs> so you got your five steps. <laughs> we want to thank, obviously, we want to thank our guest today, Yvonne Payas. Yeah. From I didn't get Remax, to do my thing. For me, Max. <laughs> I already did. <laughs> yeah. You know, I chopped it. Pit, Pitbull Payas <laughs> we'll did her thing. <laughs> you shark. shark. It's shark. Oh, well, shark. I got Payas scared. is our shark. Yeah, we I got like... scared. <laughs> Sharky Why Payas? did I ever tell him the story? There's a story behind that. There's a story. <laughs> Started with Papa Paya Shark. <laughs> so, those are your five steps. We're going to try to wrap this up. You've listened. To, you've been listening to Market Overdrive. I but overall, thank you, can I just say something? Yes, Sorry, of course. just enjoy it. Enjoy it. It's not. It, it shouldn't be stressful. I just have to say that a lot of people just stress out. They gain weight. They can't sleep. I, it shouldn't be like that. Enjoy it. <laughs> enjoy. Gain weight. Enjoy. enjoy, my friends. I love it. <laughs> That's it. Five steps. How to do it? Obviously, there could be a six, seven, and eight step, but we tried to cover five within a forty-five minute window. Thank you again to our guest Yvonne Payas from Remax, and of course, part of the Narep crew. I know you got a big event to go to right yes. from here. We're running late. Grago Funas of Ilone, Carla Mina of Cowell Bank and some other group of troublemakers out there. Are you serious right now? I'm just kidding. My name is Nick Mimetti. You've been listening to Market Overdrive. You can download us again on uh, podcasts. Subscribe to us on WGN and our podcast channel at Market Overdrive or, of course, go to YouTube and follow any of the previous shows as well as this one. We'll see you again a week from today. Thanks.